0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at one in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you, and I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors so you can now use your toll tags to park in our car parks. Simply register at easytrip.ie forward slash parking. Easy parking with easy trip. Dundrum, where more happens. Welcome to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show with 670 The Scores' Jay Zawoski and NBC Chicago's James Navo. That's right, Blackhawks fans. This is the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post-game show. My name is James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago. I am flying solo tonight because Jay Zaloski decided he'd rather spend all day at Cubs convention talking to Cubs players, getting interviews for the Spiegel and Parkins show, and he forced me to work a long eight-hour day at nbc Mix in a little bit of Cubs convention coverage in there and then come home and talk to you good folks about a division victory for the Chicago Blackhawks as they take down the Winnipeg Jets by a 2-1 to margin at the United Center. Awesome game. Got to watch the whole thing thanks to the NBC app on my phone. Kudos to them for streaming games this year. And first off, I would be remiss if we did not begin this podcast by thanking our tremendous sponsors at Triple Threat Sports. Uh, call Chris for all your jersey needs. You know that phone number from all the times we've sent that to you. Make sure you check out our friends at Marishka's serving up some of the best food in the entire country. can say the same thing about Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe. Tons of good beer there, tons of good food. I've heard from a little birdie that they're going to be redesigning their menu soon and looking forward to taking advantage of that. And then, of course, our pals at Seat Giant use the code MADHOUSE at checkout. So, now that we've gotten the formalities out of the way, my friends, let us talk about a fantastic Blackhawks game tonight. First off, got to give the shout out to Jeff Glass, who I would argue probably had his best game of his NHL career. I know, big sample size to talk about, but. Gotta give him credit. He played an absolutely fantastic game tonight. I thought that the um, rebound control issues that had kind of been there for a while with him were not present tonight. Thought that he looked really comfortable in net, absorbed a lot of shots, made some incredible saves. A couple of really good ones against Patrick Liney. I know he got bailed out by the post a couple of times, but at the same time, made some incredibly athletic saves, looked really comfortable in the crease. I thought that he was without a doubt the Blackhawks first star of the game definitely uh gave him the goalie win as Steve Conroy correctly pointed out on the uh broadcast tonight I thought that he had a wonderful attitude in the game just looked like he was fully confident in himself and wouldn't be surprised at all if we saw him uh in net against Detroit again on Sunday so Really good effort uh, by Jeff Glass tonight. Also very impressed with uh, David Camp, who had his first career NHL goal. Kudos to him for scoring for the first time in his career on his 23rd birthday, no less. So, lots of kudos to him. And brings me to a uh, kind of a bigger picture point. I know that on these uh, post-game shows, we tend to try to focus on just the immediacy aspects. Just kind of what happened on a given night, but... David Camp is kind of making it uh, difficult for the Blackhawks because they're going to get Artem and back at some point. He's going to be on this team again. He's going to be back on the roster, potentially right after they're done with their bye week, which begins um, after they take on the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday. They will have five days off before they play the New York Islanders at the United Center. And honestly, at this point, I think that you kind of, you have to kind of wonder... Who is going to come off the roster? Um, I would imagine that Thomas Yurko will probably just go back down to Rockford. So that kind of takes care of the roster aspect of it. But then there's the lineup question. Does camp come out? I think that what the Blackhawks probably end up doing is there's not a guy who's going to be the defined nightly scratch in the forward department. I think that what they're more likely to do if you're coming in with 13 healthy forwards, which for the sake of this argument we're going to just assume, I think what they end up doing is they do kind of a rotating cast of scratches. I think that some nights you'll see Camp come out. You'll see some nights maybe Lance Boma will get a night out, off even though he's been playing particularly well and I've liked what I've seen from him in a fourth line role can say the same thing about Tommy Wingles, maybe give him kind of one of those veterans day, days off, just kind of let him recharge the batteries a little bit. Patrick Sharp maybe gets another night off uh, down the line, even though he's been playing better lately. Ryan Hartman inevitably could end up doing something silly and finding himself on the bench, but I just don't think there's any way that the way this ends up shaking out is that a guy just gets a bunch of nights off in a row. I think that what Joel ends up doing is he tries to just get as many many guys as he can, get them nights off, and to kind of lighten the load a little bit just on those guys and also keep anybody from getting particularly rusty. That's kind of the way that I see it shaking out. Um, Also have to get to uh, Duncan Keith, who... It's so hard to talk about this. Keith continues to go through one of the weirdest goal droughts in NHL history. If you're not paying attention at home, which I do not blame you at all, Duncan Keith has now gone 54 consecutive games without scoring a goal. He has 129 shots over that stretch. And thanks to David Camp's goal tonight... There are only two Blackhawks who have suited up for this team this season that have not scored a goal. Duncan Keith, who has played 44 regular season games, including tonight, and Anthony Duclair, who just appeared in his first game with the Blackhawks. That is a mind-blowing number, and I'm about to hit you with another one, too. 16. That is the number of goals that have been scored by Blackhawks defensemen this season. I believe it's four of the defensemen have multiple goals. Jordan Osterley has a bunch. Gustav Forsling has three. Hell, even Brent Seabrook, whom we've just completely blasted into oblivion all season long for a variety of reasons. Even he has two goals this season. And meanwhile, Duncan Keith simply cannot tickle the twine. We're not quite to the point yet where he could end up going a full calendar year without scoring. That'll be sometime in March, I believe it is. But we are going on 10 freaking months with no goals from Duncan Keith. 129 shots on goal without scoring. That is some remarkable stuff. And to defend Duncan Keith just a little bit, I know that... It may seem like we're picking on him a little bit just because we keep bringing up the uh, shots on goal total. I, For the record, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just pointing out the absurdity of it. It's so comically difficult to be credited for 129 shots on goal without any of them going in. You can't get a lucky screen. You can't get a guy who dives across to block the shot, knocks it in for you. Like It's staggering to me that he just can't get the luck necessary to put the puck in the net. I would honestly think there is probably somebody out there who is simply sitting there with a voodoo doll, stabbing it every time Duncan Keith loads up to shoot because it's unreal to me at this point that this guy still has as many goals for the Blackhawks this season as I do. We mentioned Anthony Duclair just a minute ago. We were talking about Duncan Keith's inability to score. Thought his debut went really well. He definitely was going to bring some speed to the equation. You knew he was going to do that. The real key for him isn't just going to be the speed, which I do think is important, especially against a team like Winnipeg. You want to be able to play that kind of quick hit transition game against them to kind of negate a little bit of their physicality and also to counter the speed that they've developed over the years they are a very interesting team the Winnipeg Jets are and I never thought we would actually live in an NHL where they were this interesting to watch I'm not going to say fun because to me I can never say that about Winnipeg because well look at it Oh, okay, okay, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be the guy who complains about Winnipeg all the time. That's, I'm sure it's a great town. I've never been there. I cannot say from personal experience I have anything against them. In fact, all of their fans that I've had the pleasure of meeting over the years at the various NHL events I've gone to have been really, really fun. So, no more pot shots against Winnipeg, I apologize. But I still... I still would not classify them as fun. I will classify them as very interesting to watch. They have a variety of different ways they can attack you, and it's definitely been interesting to see them play this year. So I would just say that the speed that Anthony Duclair brings, to kind of bring it back to my original point, that speed, very important against a team like Winnipeg. I will also say that if he's going to be successful, he does obviously have to bring more than just speed to the table. He has to be able to connect on passes with his line mates. He has to be able to put quality shots on net. He has to be able to do all those little things that sometimes he wasn't able to do in Arizona. And I think that for the most part tonight, we saw some pretty good stuff out of him, I'm going to be interested to see how that kind of carries over because I think we've all seen it before with the variety of Blackhawks who have been acquired and trained and have come in and have kind of struggled a little bit out of the gate or they've surged out of the gate. It's just it's not a straight line of progress with these guys. It's going to be really interesting to see him kind of get used to the Blackhawks system and to kind of see what his role is going to be with this team. We're getting toward the... End of the show, and I'm trying to fight off the hiccups that have been kind of trying to make their way out of me this entire time. I apologize if I sound out of breath. It's just, don't get the hiccups when you're recording a podcast, guys. It's really, really challenging. Um, We're going to do some quick hits here. Wanted to uh, give a shout-out to Jonathan Taves. Going to be nominated for an Oscar for his incredulously barking at the referees despite committing an obvious penalty. It had been a little while since we had seen Jonathan Taves do that, so it was good to kind of see him bring that one back out of mothballs. Kudos to Gustav Forsling, got his first career NHL save tonight as he prevented an own goal in the first period. That was the longest, like, three seconds of my life because you're just watching the puck roll toward the net, and you just know... You know in your heart of hearts that he's just going to flail away at it and miss it and it's going to roll in and the Jets are going to cavort and celebrate their accomplishment that wasn't really an accomplishment. But to his credit, Gustav Forsling busted his tail, got down the ice, and prevented the own goal. So kudos to him for the NHL save. Got to give a stick tap to Joel Quindle as well. Uh, used Brent Seabrook, I thought, very intelligently tonight. And thank God we were back to 12 and 6. 12 forwards, 6 defensemen. Because I'm not sure if my soul could have handled another game of 11 forwards and 7 defensemen. So thank God Anthony Duclair got here. But anyway, aside from that, I don't, don't want to relive that again. Kudos to Joe Glenville. Gave Brent Seabrook third pairing minutes. Had the uh, second fewest minutes played of any defenseman on the team. Jordan Osterley, Jan Ruda, Duncan Keith, the three defensemen who were over 20 minutes tonight. So, kudos to Joel Quenville for using Brent Seabrook in a way that I would consider to be appropriate and correct. So, good job to Joel. Uh, not good job to Nick Schmaltz. Has to do better in the dot. Lost 10 of his 13 faceoffs tonight. Just really not a great effort, Nick. I know you're doing really good work with Patrick Kane. You look absolutely awesome as his center. I love it, man. But you've got, I got to win more than three draws in a game. I know Winnipeg is deep up the middle. That's one of their biggest strengths. Jay and I have talked about it before. I get it, but I also get you got to do better than winning three. Brandon Mashinter, we need a blast from the past for this shout out. Played in his 500th career AHL game tonight. I'll give you all one guess where he's at right now. Go ahead and say it to your uh, headphones, to your computer, whatever you're listening to this on. He now plays for the San Jose Barracuda. So shout out to all of you guys who got that right. 500 career AHL games for Brandon Mashinter, everybody's favorite face puncher from back in the day. And finally, I have to give a shout out to the Chicago Wolves. Our sold-out event next week is coming up. I am so, so pumped to watch some AHL hockey with you guys. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Cannot wait. The Wolves, unfortunately, had their 14-game point streak come to an end on Wednesday when they played the San Diego Gulls on their West Coast road trip. Got to tell you guys, the Wolves are a lot of fun to watch. Came really close to, I believe it was tying. A franchise record if they had gotten to 15 uh, games with a point in a row that would have been I think a new team record but kudos to them even though they fell short that's still a really cool accomplishment and absolutely cannot wait to see the Wolves systematically dismantle the Bakersfield Condors next week that should be a lot of fun looking forward to seeing all you guys drinking a couple of beers and most importantly Having some hockey fellowship. It's going to be a good time, guys. Wanted to once again thank our awesome sponsors, Triple Threat Sports. Go there for all your jersey and team outfitting needs. Telling you, you will not regret it. You will also not regret if you go to Mariska's and eat food. Delicious, delicious food. The Icelandic Cod, all that good stuff. We know that we love that place. We've told you about it a million times. Go. Also go to Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe. so much good stuff there like i cannot even believe the amount of meat that they give you when you order sausage or whatever you order there and then oh yeah the beer i look at that card every day the punch card and i want to get that 120 done and i'm just i'm not there yet i need to work on it i promise i will chucks i will be back to you soon and finally thanks again to seat giant for being awesome and selling tickets and doing all that good stuff. I am James Naveau. This has been the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. I believe, don't quote me on this, that Jay will have your Blackhawks Red Wings podcast on Sunday, and then we got something special lined up for you guys for the bye week. You are not going to want to miss that podcast. Once again, I'm James Navo. Thank you guys very much for listening, and I will talk to you again soon on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Dear home, we need a change. A room evolution. We need home sense. A new store where one bold piece can change your whole place. Like a leather sofa built for beauty and binge watching. With endless discoveries, I'll always bring you something pretty or cool or pretty cool. Want a handwoven rug? Game-changing savings mean the answer is yes. I'm going now. The new store is in Franconia at Manchester Boulevard and Beulah Street. Love you. HomeSense. This changes everything.